right, everybody, welcome back to the Millennial Sales Podcast. This is your host, Tom Alemo. They call me Tommy Tahoe. Uh, super pumped. Good morning. Uh, happy Monday. Let's get into it. Two weeks left in the quarter. Uh, I'm coming off of a cross-country flight after seeing uh, some family, my dad's birthday over the weekend, so I'm exhausted here on Sunday night putting this out for you people, uh, so we're going to make this intro quick. Um, I'm excited to uh, have today's guest. Before I do that, just real quick, head over to Apple if you like this episode. Subscribe, leave a review. It should only take a minute. It helps me to get better guests, helps me to create a better show for you people. Uh, and, and spread my reach. So that's really the only ask here. You can find me on social media, Tommy Tahoe or Tom Malema on LinkedIn. For this week's episode, I've got Yoline Vanderstoer. Um, she's an AE over at Recruitee, uh, the first Netherlands guest on the podcast. And we talk about a whole number of things. Uh, she's really big on the psychology and uh, it's all about you know what you think is who you become right? And who you are. And I think that's so true. And that's why it's so important to read books, to surround yourself with positive podcasts, positive people, journal, meditate, pray, exercise, do all the things that you need to do, get your head right. So you can uh, perform well at your job and just in your day-to-day life. So we talk about all that stuff and uh, it's a great episode. So I think you're really going to enjoy it. Without further ado, please check out this episode and enjoy it. With your line, Vander Store. Let's go. All right, Yoline Vander Store. <laughs> Welcome to Millennial yes. Sales. I am very much hoping that I didn't butcher your name, but it's possible that I did. You did just fine. Thank you so much, Tom, <laughs> for having me. <laughs> yeah, how how are we doing in the Netherlands this afternoon, this evening? It is great. We have a lot of snow, which we haven't seen in, I think, around five years. So there's lots of people outside playing around in the snow. And um, yeah, it's been a great vibe. Yeah, that's great. My first Dutch guest in over Woo! 200 people. So I'm excited. Wow, I'm so honored. <laughs> the, I, I don't know much about, uh, about the Dutch. I know that you have orange soccer uniforms or football uniforms, and that's pretty much it. So uh, I'm excited to get into it. Uh, and congrats on the new role, uh, being an AE at Recruitee. Uh, maybe you could tell me a little bit about why you landed over there and why you jumped over. Yeah, absolutely. It's been, um, well, it's my second week, so uh, it has been an intense journey, but I'm loving every second of it so far. Um, Recruity is actually the second company I ever worked for. So I began my career with another HR uh, tech startup called Impraise, um, where I really grew from being an intern in the operations department to being an SDR and finally an account executive. Um, and I felt like I had really hit my, uh, my growth um, ceiling, I guess, while I was there. Um, and it felt felt good to, to, to have a change. Still in the same industry, though, really wanted to keep working in HR tech um, with a slightly bigger company like Recruitee, and they're uh, growing incredibly fast as well. So uh, it's been really exciting. Yeah, that's great. How's the uh, virtual onboarding? It sounds like it's going pretty well. Yeah, it's very extremely structured. I could not have 
imagined it to be any smoother. I mean, my days are so structured. I even had my uh, first qualification call this morning, created my first deal out of that as well. So uh, nice. my second week, I think it's going well so far. <laughs> That's great. That's great to hear. Um, and so, you know, one reason I wanted to have you on the show, I, I think you've built, you know, a really strong brand uh, on LinkedIn. And you talk a lot about the, you know, your values around psychology and personal development and growth and things like that. So I'd love to hear you talk about, you know, why that is like, why, why are you so focused and, and interested in those areas and how's that helped you in your first few years of sales? Oof, that's a great question. Um, I think something that I've learned is people who are very into personal growth, I think have always come from a bit of a dark place. Um, and that's definitely how it started for me. I'm not going to go too much into it, but I would say that five years ago or so, I was a completely different person. Um, I had a lot of anxiety and fears and, you know, I was graduating, I was studying psychology. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my career, just those typical existential type of anxieties and fears. And I noticed that throughout the day, I had a lot of automatic uh, negative thoughts from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed. Uh, and I know a lot of people can relate to this. And I really started to understand that your thoughts literally create your reality. Uh, everything that you think you become. And once I understood that, I, I just became obsessed with this idea, like, how can I unlock my full potential? How can I keep growing myself? And I learned that your brain is really a tool. And if you use it in the right way, you can have a happier life, healthier relationships, and uh, more success in your career as well. And um, this idea of like controlling your thoughts and controlling your mindset is definitely something that I practice every single day, especially in sales. I mean, we all know how important it is to have a positive mindset uh, when you work in sales. So that has been hugely beneficial for sure. Yeah, I love that because uh, I agree. I think trying to take in some sort of positive information, if you're reading, mm -hmm. if you're journaling, if you're listening to a podcast, whatever it might be, um, trying to take that in daily, right? Like you would shower every day, you know, or brush your teeth or something like that little bit helps to kind of put your mind on the right track. And, and I've found that a lot of people that I think are successful and, and I've struggled with anxiety and, and things like that as well. But I feel like a lot of those people have that pent up energy, anxiety, mm -hmm. or, or maybe depression, or maybe negative thoughts or whatever it might be, and then can kind of channel that energy into a positive light and it maybe takes a little bit more effort but I feel like you have to kind of continuously do it if you if you fall off the wagon for a couple of weeks or a couple of months it's yeah. easy to get negative it's easy to get down and so even when it's not something that you want to do just trying to surround yourself with positive thoughts and ideas at least for me has been super helpful in just staying the course and staying on the track yeah I mean it's absolutely like a muscle you have to really train it every single day for it to become strong. And especially with anxiety, I think I'm, I'm not going to get like too scientific, but I think on a biological level, anxiety and excitement are actually very similar. And even before this podcast, because this is the first time I'm doing this, I was feeling quite nervous, but I learned how to turn those nerves into excitement instead, um, which is a real skill, I think. I love that. How, who are some of the resources that you found to be the most helpful? In, in thinking about some of this, like books or people that you follow or listen to or anything yeah. like that? Um, well, one uh, guy who's, who's, who's been 
really changed my mind on, on, on a lot of like how I look at anxiety and depression and these kinds of things is Alan Watts. Um, he wrote a series of books um, on why our generation feels so anxious and why we're depressed and how to connect with yourself better and be more in touch with yourself in order to lead a happier, healthier life. And I'm reading his book right now, The Power of Insecurity. Um, it's, uh, I mean, I'm just highlighting everything in the book because <laughs> everything he says is so good. So yeah, he's been a huge influence for me. Oh, that's great. I, he's someone that I've seen his quotes around and I've liked, yeah, I'm a big quote person. So I have like an Evernote yeah. file with these quotes that I like, and he's, you know, there's probably like six or seven of them from him that I really like, but I've never read any of his books. So I'll have to check that one out. It's the power of insecurity, you said? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the quotes from that book is like, um, insecurity comes from wanting to be secure. So he's all about just mm. trying to give up control, give up trying to know everything, give up trying to control the future, um, live in the present because ultimately we don't know anything and we can't control anything. So not to get too philosophical, but that's yeah. the gist of it. No, I love it. I love it. I think like that's where a lot of the gold is found is you know below the surface, right? Like trying to get into some of these deeper topics. And I'm a strong believer that better people sell better, right? Or perform better, right? So if you as a person are less, you know, less anxious, more confident, more comfortable in your own skin, more enthusiastic, et cetera, you're going to obviously perform better at your job. You're going to have better relationships and so on and so forth. So um, I've always suggested people that are starting sales to read psychology books or mindset books before even thinking about like, how do I cold call or something like that? So I, I definitely agree with that. For sure. Um, all right. So if we get tactical, um, yeah. you've had success in your first few years as an AE, just landed a new great job. I'd love to hear if you have any tips uh, that other AEs around the world that are listening uh, can take into their jobs here as we're getting into, you know, closing out the first quarter of the year. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that there's so there's too many tips and tricks out there. Yeah. And I remember actually when I first started as an SDR in 2018, I became overwhelmed with all these frameworks and different ways to do your calls and approach sales. And one thing that I really struggled with, and it was like a strange behavior that I noticed in me. Um, so when I'm not on a sales call, I'm like quite bubbly. I love to chat. I love to make jokes. And I noticed the second I got on a sales call, I became like an awkward, rigid salesperson who was yeah. like not listening well, not ask, asking the wrong questions at the wrong time. Sometimes even being rude, like cutting off the prospect because I wanted to get that information that I need for, for, for purely for, for my discovery. And once I started to notice that in me, I also noticed it in some of my colleagues and friends, like they just became this totally different person on the phone, like a stereotypical salesperson. And I knew that it was because I was so focused on all those technicalities that I was forgetting to be a human being. Um, and so something that I wish it's exactly like you just mentioned, something that I wish someone would have told me when I just started is don't worry too much about all those technicalities because you will learn them over time and it will become a muscle, it'll become a habit, but focus on being a human being that other human beings can relate to. 
And so something very practical that I started doing when I was an SDR, and I'm still doing it to this very day, um, is I blocked 10, min 10 minutes before my sales meeting to practice a gratitude mindfulness session to put a positive intention on the meeting. So before that, of course, I would have done my research so I know exactly who the prospect is, what they do, what they like, what they don't like, where they've been on holiday, depending on yeah. how far I'm going to stalk. Um, and I try to just... <laughs> Paint a picture of this person in my mind's eye and try to really feel the challenges that they're probably facing in their role and feel grateful for the fact that I have the opportunity to help them find a solution to those challenges. And I find that by just taking those 10 minutes, clearing my head, um, setting a positive intention, feeling gratitude, when I then go into the sales meeting, I can really be myself and I crack a few jokes. I ask some questions based on something they've shared online and try to really build that personal connection, but more so than a typical salesperson would. And I really try my best to break out of that salesperson buyer dance that typically happens. Um, and I love seeing the reaction on the prospect's face because at first they enter the meeting and they're a bit standoffish. They're, you know, probably thinking, oh, I'm going to speak to a salesperson and it's probably not going to maybe be an awkward conversation. And to see just how they change throughout the meeting and towards the end of the meeting, we're just laughing as if we've spoken, as if we've known each other forever. Um, that is really what I aim for. And I remind myself, like, all those technicalities, the qualification, it is super important. But that first conversation, if you can build that trust, build that report and get them to like you, then the rest of the sales process is so much easier. Um, it's easier to address objections and conflict, easier to have a difficult conversation, easier to negotiate even um, if you can just build that trust uh, from the get-go. So yeah, I think that would be my, my, my tip. Uh, it's a little bit vague. Um, you know, the word yeah. mindset gets thrown around a lot, but I really think that if you can remember to be a human being during those sales interactions, you're going to stand out. Um, compared to most salespeople. I really believe it. Yeah. So, so I, I loved it. I actually heard kind of two different things there. And I was, it's so funny. I was talking to a friend yesterday that, um, you know, he's a little bit older than I am. He was in accounting for a while and he mm -hmm. just switched to his first sales job uh, mm -hmm. like a month ago. And he's one of the funniest, you know, outgoing people that I know. And he's saying he's having this hard time cold calling. And I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, well, like practice on me. Like, what, what do you got? And then he like starts reading off this script like a robot. Yeah. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Like you, you have one of the best personalities that I know. Like I can't stop laughing when they're smiling when I'm talking to you. And then you, you, you're gonna call someone and, and act like a robot. Like that's that's not gonna work. So you have to bring yourself. And if that's not you, if you're someone that's, you know, quieter or yeah. whatever it might be, like be yourself, obviously, and and bring that to the conversation. Um, I think that's a huge lesson. But then the second thing that I, that I love even more than that is like taking that 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And if you ask a lot of salespeople to look at their calendar, mm -hmm. oftentimes they're just back to back, right? On mm -hmm. meetings and calls and this and that. And so by the time you get to that call, that really important call with a customer, with a prospect, it's just another call and you get on and maybe you didn't prepare uh, or maybe you prepared for, you know, a slides or something or a demo, mm -hmm. but you didn't prepare maybe your, your mindset or you didn't prepare yeah. yourself and just like get present for a few minutes, yeah. uh, have some gratitude, you know, try to put yourself in that person's shoes. They might be running from meeting to meeting. They have all yeah. these things that they're 
responsible for that they care about. They are probably working from home with their family or whatever it might be. And, um, and being able to relate to people more. So just for me, I mean, I thought that was a great tip that I want to take into today, uh, a day where I've got a lot of meetings and just trying to carve out those few minutes before and just kind of get grounded and, and be ready for each of them. Yeah, it's so important. I mean, preparation, whether it's preparation for the actual sales meeting or preparing your mind and and, and just how you feel before the meeting is so important. Um, and I really, I view every single sales meeting, it's like a little piece of, of the puzzle. So yeah. every single sales meeting is an opportunity to just stand out, to shine and to just give the prospect like an awesome experience. I mean, if it's the first meeting of their day or their last, if they can have a pleasant interaction with you, learn something from you um, and, and get value from you, that's I think the most important thing. And that should be every single meeting in my opinion. Let me ask uh, something specific, if if I may. Mm -hmm. So if you're taking that five, 10 minutes and you're kind of visualizing yourself, you're having that gratitude exercise, can you can you just walk me through like how you do that? Like, are you stepping away from the computer? Are you like sitting down like on a yoga mat? Are you like journaling? Are you just taking a walk? Or maybe, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, but if you do something specific, I'd love to know that. Yeah, so I definitely step uh, away from my computer. Uh, I don't actually know why I do that, but it feels important to do so. Uh, I actually sit on my on my couch, like right behind me uh, next to the window. I just sit cross-legged. I close my eyes and, and I do repeat things out loud. So I'll say something like, um, if I'm meeting John in 10 minutes, I'll say, I'm really thankful for the opportunity to talk with John. He's been working at XYZ company for the past two months still brand new, probably has lots on his plate. So I just tried to say these things out loud, also based on the research that I've done to sort of solidify it in my brain as well. Um, and to really just, yeah, paint a picture of who this person is so I can also have empathy towards them because it's also, you know, virtual. It, it can be hard to remember, like I'm speaking to an actual human being on the other end of this call. So all of that sort of visualization, um, yeah, really helps. I love it. Whoever can be the most human uh, yeah. and create the most connection is, is oftentimes going to win. So I love that. Um, as we're wrapping up here, we're getting short on time. Any, any last words, thoughts for anyone out there that um, has the quota, is getting after it, Q1? Um, any, any last words for anyone? Uh, I, well, maybe some last words for people who are just starting out in sales, because I really wish someone would have told me this, like... Um, <laughs> Do not worry, you will learn how to speak to strangers, how to negotiate, um, how to understand the sales process. It can be easy to become overwhelmed with all of these things that you need to learn at first. Um, but because you're speaking to people every single day, at some point, it's just going to become a habit and a muscle. So do not worry, it will come with time. <laughs> I love it. And where can people uh, connect with you if it's LinkedIn or otherwise, if they want to chat, uh, follow in the show today? Um, for sure on LinkedIn. I'm super active on LinkedIn. Um, love to connect with, with other people. So uh, yeah, feel free to send me a connection uh, request and I will surely accept it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. This is a great start for my morning. A great tip that I'm going to take into the, into the rest of the day and the week. So I appreciate you coming on. Of course. And thank you so much for having me. This was um, very fun. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. All right, everybody. Happy March. Thank you for listening to that episode while you're walking the dog or doing your laundry or prospecting, whatever you're up to. 
uh, please head over to Apple, leave a review, five-star review. Helps me grow the show. Uh, hit me up on LinkedIn, Tom Malamo, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Tom McTahoe. Peace.